Warning, darkness will be exposed. We will no longer stand for unrighteousness. Loose the bonds of wickedness. Break every chain. We will not bow down. The Pray Without Ceasing Podcast. Peeling the scales off eyes. Now is the time. Remnant of Jesus Christ. Rise. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Pray Without Ceasing podcast. My name is Matthew, and I've got a message for you today. Just in case you didn't notice, we are absolutely 100% and positively enemies of Satan, and we are servants of the Most High God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, my Lord and Savior, Greg, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we have come to deliver a word from the Lord today. In this episode, guys, we're going to continue our discussion, uh, and we really drove in really had a great discussion last week um, about Greg's supernatural breakthrough. So I'm going to bring Greg on in just a second, but I also wanted to take a moment to introduce and, and well, really, and welcome some new listeners that we, uh, that, that the Lord uh, has, has brought us, Greg. And this was what's, what's so cool, man. It's just that uh, Jesus gets lifted higher. Uh, I, I think you got the whole list, but I know we've got some people from Colombia and Brazil that have started to listen. So I want to say welcome. Uh, there's a few other states, right? Georgia and Mississippi, welcome aboard. Yeah, I heard. Actually, I saw. I, I saw a little side note. I saw that it was Meridian, Mississippi, which is pretty cool. Uh, I spent some time in Meridian, Mississippi, before I got kicked out of the Navy. That's where I went and did some some training. But yeah, I said kicked out because I didn't get kicked out of the military. That's a story for another time that we'll share. <laughs> but I didn't know Jesus then, so it was totally okay. Um, <laughs> it's a crazy story, but. But I'm really excited to talk about your breakthrough, man, because I, you know, we left it on a cliffhanger. We did. We left it on a huge cliffhanger and people have been just wanting to know it's been burning. I, I you know, I could tell people have been listening to the last episode in particular. Um, they're excited, man. So I, man, did it feel good to get all that out last week? That, that, that was really good. That was in, it was incredible. I, I, Selfishly, I was a bit sad that it was um, two parts, but it's but but in red, like at the time, I was upset, like when we ended the recording. But since I've had a week to like digest this, it's just such heavy information, and with something so good and so rich, you don't want to, you know, consume all of it. And you know, there's something so just delicate and. Uh, immense you don't want to be like like a like a I don't know imported lobster you know you don't want to like suck that thing down in you know two minutes what kind of meal is that you know you want to enjoy it thing man (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's like that's like you know you getting a a, like a you know a 45 dollar piece of steak man you just want to savor that thing and make sure it's cooked to perfection uh but you know really the thing is is like 
is, and, and it's important for our audience to know, guys, these aren't, these experiences that we've been communicating to you and sharing with you, and, and, and really it's not us, it's, it's, it's the Lord Jesus Christ who's been working through us to, to give you these experiences. These are not fabricated at all. These are real life scenarios. We're two real life dudes yeah. that are going through some crazy warfare, uh, but, but we will continue to always bless the Lord no matter what and lift Jesus' name higher above anything else. Um, and so I just, I just wanted to make that note in case anyone was thinking that this is probably like, okay, this is a little extreme. You guys haven't even heard nothing yet. We've got so many stories from ears popping open to deliverance, to just all kinds of supernatural stuff that may, may make you go bump in the night, man. It's just, but, but the good thing is, is God is bigger than any of that stuff. Always. Yeah. Amen. He is. Yeah. Um, so I know we kind of, we left on a clip hanger last week and I, you know I, f- I feel like we should just get right into the continuation of your spiritual breakthrough yeah i just want to um <clears throat> i don't know why i don't want to i think maybe some people thought that i, I was a little uh the, the lord this week kind of wanted me to just revisit very br- briefly for like two minutes max about like that whole um maybe more like the yoga thing all right. Like yeah. I'm not trying to beat up people that are doing yoga. All right. I, I, I kind of got, I, I don't know if I want to say convicted of it, but maybe I incorrectly taught in the sense of like, like, oh my gosh, can I never stretch again? Like maybe that's what people are thinking. Like I spend 15 minutes stretching and some of them might be yoga poses. Like I legitimately don't know, but guys, anything that you do in life, it's where your heart is. All right. If you already know Jesus and you like stretch and you're like oh my gosh is this like a satanic thing that i'm doing like no don't we should never tiptoe um in life like there's broken glass laying around like like and that that goes back to that complements our episode number two on boldness in the faith all right when you're um when you're confident in your walk your relationship with jesus and you're um you are heaven in action down here on earth um it, it's just uh i wish i had the book in front of me i want to give the person the right credit for that term but uh, it's in the other room i was reading it but um i got that concept from her uh female author i really forget her name but it's okay um but yeah you we're an open heaven portal we're a walk we're, we're eternity in action that's what we are that's the way that she says it and that's always resonated well with me so you know when you're bold when you when you are confident in your walk and you know you're saved and all that good stuff then yeah don't live in fear i mean you know be cognizant but you know just if you're stretching or if you're doing any exercise whatever and if you're like still a little bit worried about it just i don't know just a quick 30 second prayer just lord may everything that i do today be honoring to you that's what my heart's intention is i don't mean to slip up you know and and that'll be yeah. all yeah no that's good that's good i'm glad i'm glad that you said that i you know i think it's important to know you know we're not saying that you can't exercise and you can't stretch your back and crack your legs and all that kind of stuff i think i think really the difference is 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 that uh you know when you when you you can't you can't think that it's okay to please God and honor him and begin to honor Jesus Christ by honoring him with a spiritual pagan practice, uh, which was created purposely to worship somebody else not named Jesus Christ. And so there's a very 
it gets into some 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 things. So in the in the when you're talking about just simply stretching, yeah, I, no, I, I think that's that's good to know. It's okay to stretch. It's okay to exercise. God, listen, God wants you well. He wants you healthy. Your body is a temple of the G, of Jesus Christ. Like yeah. so, it's important to keep your body healthy. You need to be strong for the work that God has called you for. Uh, because you don't know until you start spending time with him what that work is. And the more that's that you right. continue to spend time with him, you'll know. And but God wants your body strong. Your body is a temple. It should be strong. And 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 God makes you know several references to just kind of like he puts things in the Bible to just kind of explain about how how your body is a temple, even from how many ribs we have to how many valves of our heart that we have. Just and we'll we'll have to. You know, that's we got some scripture for that that will provide it, you know, when we actually really go, I think, deep in the, into this type of stuff, because I, I I do think that we need to really kind of because, you know, part of our podcast is exposing wickedness and darkness. So I think we will will most definitely expose yoga and the truth behind yoga. But as Greg said, guys, there's nothing wrong with exercise or, or you know, don't get caught up in legalism stuff. Yeah, that, that's that's the final way to put it. And I think and I think I we went a little extra on it just because we knew that there's going to be an anomaly of uh, perhaps unbelievers that were tuning in to last week and this week's episode uh, just due to the testimony of my last three months. Um, yeah. And so just that influx of new listeners wanted to, um, you know, warn them about that. But those that are already believers and saved then don't worry about that you know yeah and you know the other thing i'll tell you too is is you know anything we tell you guys um is take it up with the lord after you listen to us go in the closet and pray and 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 say god this is what i heard and i believe it was from you and or or even if you didn't believe it was from him and say god this is what i heard is this true reveal the truth god will show you the truth yeah um and because Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the light and the truth will set you free. So I always say, take what we say and go pray about it um, and let God show you in addition to where he. But if you're here, that's obviously no coincidence. You're here for a reason. He's led you here. So amen for that. Amen. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I'm just going to um, uh, read um, what I have written. I, I've um, documented this. I. I collected my thoughts a lot better just to um, provide the show with just a smoother um, um, yeah just a more or a more smooth message um, before I was reading kind of off notes and I don't know I'm the type of person that I, I need everything like written out for me pretty much of what I'm gonna say um, but yeah guys you, you really should um, listen to yesterday or yesterday last week's a message because this is the second part that you're about to learn about um but in in very quick one or two sentences essentially this is going to be the second part this episode of my three-month testimony where i received an incredible miraculous spiritual breakthrough in my walk and I'm sharing that story and the background and everything that led up to the breakthrough was documented in last week's episode. And in this week's episode, I now begin to tell the story of the actual miracles that took place. Amen.
All right. I'm excited for that. Cool. Um, so I will just like if this was a reality TV show, they waste your time for like three minutes of like of, of how last week's episode ended. And then so you really don't get caught up like until 10 minutes into the show. So I'm just going to read the last paragraph from last week's show. And then that'll transition us into new information you haven't heard yet. Yeah, Not it's important I, to refresh everybody. Amen. Not that I watch reality TV. Um, <laughs> go Southern Charm, New Orleans. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, why were there only two seasons of that? Okay. So even though I was unaware of the blessings for my obedience, and Matthew, just chime in if you have any questions, because I'll, I'll read a little slower and I'll pause in my um, paragraphs in case, you know, there's something that you want to comment on or, uh, you know, correct me about or anything. Yeah, for okay. sure. Um, even though I was unaware of the blessings for my obedience, I did tell God that I had two prayer requests. There are two things that I want more than anything. First, I want to experience in fullness the Holy Spirit from Acts. More specifically, mm. I want to be so in tune and in unison between my spirit man and the Holy Spirit that I can visit heaven whenever I want. Secondly, I want to have great success in the stock market so that I can fund the government of Yahweh on this earth. So I sacrificed beer to receive a breakthrough in these two areas of my life. Now, onward. People didn't notice, by the way, Yah Yahweh is another one of the another names of the Lord. So it's important. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, so on to the supernatural breakthroughs that I received. So remember, guys, if you remember from last week, the last sip of alcohol that I took was on 4-4, so April 4th of this year, 2021. So on May 14th, I had my first supernatural encounter through a vivid dream. Now, you were praying before this, right, as far uh, as having this encounter? I... Or did God just... No, I was on vacation. No, God just deposited this dream. This is like, I was not really intentional. I was walking faithfully and, and omitting uh, craft beer intentionally. Um, okay. so Almost like a fast. Yeah, 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 okay. exactly. Okay. okay, cool. That's cool. So okay. I was actually on a vacation with my wife and another couple another uh for other good friends that we have so when i was on vacation just enjoying the getaway and boom i have this vivid dream at night and so here are the details of that dream i was in an unfamiliar house it was almost as if i was on a reality tv show with roommates see i knew to make the reality side comment here i knew i was making a reality tv comment for a reason i forgot that i made that reference in my notes so it was already embedded in the back of my head to bring up reality tv there's that that's why, that's why i was so reality tv focused earlier okay <laughs> um every few minutes there was a massive fire that randomly ignited in the house Desperate to extinguish the fire, I received a miraculous water source. I do not know where in the house I retrieved the water from, but I understand it was supernaturally provided. I went, 
received the water that I needed and threw the water onto the fire, thus successfully extinguishing the fire. Immediately after extinguishing that fire, in an, in an appliance successfully uh, explode, or excuse me, an appliance exploded and a massive fireball ensued. Again, wow. I went to my water source, filled up, and successfully extinguished the fire. Before I could relax, two separate fireballs occurred again. The fire was expanding and the stress was increasing. I was infuriated because I was the only one extinguishing the fires. I remember yelling at my roommates for not doing anything. However, despite what seemed too much for me to handle, I continued to successfully extinguish the fire from my water source. More fireballs erupted, and after a few more episodes, the madness ended. Upon the conclusion of the dream, I quickly asked the Lord. So I'm still asleep, guys, just, just so you're kind of like dancing with me here. Um, my eyes are closed. I'm still in my dream, all right? But I remember being conscious enough to ask the Lord what was the meaning of that dream. I did not see the Lord, but I knew I encountered him because I somehow knew that he was the one who provided that dream. I knew that he was my water source. That was very clear to me. He was the solution in that dream. I knew that I needed answers from him. The Lord immediately told me that everywhere I look, there are too many of his beloved children who are on a path to hell. The fireballs represented the destiny of the unsaved. The Lord told me that if I remain abiding in him and submissive to his Holy Spirit, that he would use me to lead many new souls to heaven. He would use me to reroute the souls that were destined for hell and usher them to heaven instead. Wow. That's yeah. an amazing dream. That was incredible, especially since on what I say in my paragraph above, I know you guys aren't looking at my writing. I'm looking at my, my writing. Um, yeah, especially because I told the Lord that I wanted to go to heaven any time that I wanted. That no, I was not like uh, maybe that wasn't the uh, picture, the idea that I had in my head. But because it was so supernatural, that dream, um, and that was the closest that I've ex ever experienced the Lord. So the Lord's giving me baby steps into the favors that I asked of him, the requests that I had for him or that I had of him. Um, and he started, you know, honoring that just pretty immediately, I would say, um, you know, three weeks later, I got that dream from when I first was, a, from when I had my last sip of craft beer. Well, you know, what's amazing about that dream as you're thinking about it. And it, this is, this is, this is totally cool. I'm really glad that you shared this uh, actually for the people. Um, but one thing I kind of picked up on too, as you were explaining the dream was the fact that just like from a, I know, I, I know the, the fire meant souls, but it, I also got this like vision in my head of, of, of a war, of a warfare type scenario, right? Like, like when, as we're obedient to God, when, when you, when we piss off hell, yeah. when we, when we, start walking with god we piss off hell the devil doesn't like that he doesn't like what we're doing with this podcast he doesn't like how this podcast is spreading around the world because truthfully it is 
He doesn't like that. And quite frankly, I don't care what he likes because there's nothing that's going to be able to stop God from living in our life, according yeah. to Isaiah. But as you're explaining, you know, the, the, the fireballs to me sounded like too, like just an attack, like you, you, you were obedient to God and all of a sudden a fire started and it was an attack. You put it out, you continue to walk obedience and then more fires popped up and you continue. And it was like a, it was like a never ending, just wave after wave after wave to see if you were going to bow down to tap out designed to knock me off course and to keep me frustrated and to keep my eyes and attention focused on the trouble at hand instead of uh instead of keep my eyes on the lord and designed to make you weary because if you were too weary because i think what was going on in the in in just from this perspective yeah this is not translating the dream but just just as a different perspective to the dream uh as as the fires kept popping up and kept popping up it could be that, you know, they were designed to try to get you to, to be weary. And so that you were so tired and too tired to eat, pray mm. when the Bible says to pray without ceasing and never stop. <laughs> so that's kind of cool um, that you have this dream and that you're sharing it. And the Lord is definitely speaking with you. And, 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 and uh, I can promise you, he's, he, he's already used you to, to, to set people free, but you know, guys, before we move on, I, this is this is an important note for those that truly are Bible believing, Holy Ghost filled Christians out there. You know, we do have our own stuff, okay? And I'm not being insensitive. If I were to tell you everything that I've went through the last 30 days, guys, it would probably knock your socks up and you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know." Oh, yeah. But it doesn't matter about what I went through. It matters about what Jesus went through. You know, because the the, the thing is, is like with this with this warfare and I don't know. This 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 dream is just amazing to me that the, the Lord was speaking to you and ministering to you and showing you that, hey, I'm going to finish what I started in you. There's nothing that's going to stop it. I, you, I will finish it, you know. Um, and I just I just like that reassurance. Like God is so absolutely good that he'll even come to come meet you down in your dreams to speak to you if he can't get your attention to tell you. So I guess if there's someone that's feeling neglected or that God's left you, if God is as close as your next prayer, all you have to do is open your mouth and he'll come and visit you. Yeah. He'll never leave you or forsake you. I, um, I just felt like someone needed to know that. Someone needs to know that he'll never leave you or forsake you. So this is an amazing dream, man. I'm so glad you shared that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, thanks for uh, providing that encouragement for that person who I needed to hear that, brother. Yeah. Um, so for five years from when I was 18 to 23 year old to 23 years old, I had um, intense, intense sleep paralysis, like really wicked, evil and sleep paralysis. Even today, um, it has severely reduced. So I, I might have an episode one or two times a year, but it wasn't as haunting um, as it was during that five year. And maybe I'm too relaxed with that five years. Maybe it even, now that I'm thinking about it, went into my mid or late twenties and I'm 36. So for a while, um, I, I know it, sleep paralysis very, very well. And I'm very familiar with the blurred reality of late night, half conscious dreaming. So trust me guys, when I say that this specific dream that I has that I had was the closest encounter that I ever had with the Lord. 
and me and Matthew were talking earlier today, right before we started recording, where because he, he has some, um, he, he had some thoughts on sleep paralysis, and and we really want to dedicate a whole episode on that because that is, um, I've never had a sleep paralysis. Those that don't know sleep paralysis, you, the, the whole idea, I I believe when you kind of like laugh at people and you're like, Oh, I can't believe those people think that they were abducted by aliens that, that had to have happened during sleep paralysis. It's you, it's a very bizarre in between how it's not a dream. It's way more real than a dream. And I would even say that it is real life. It's your, what is it? Your mind is awake, but your body is sl- asleep. So yeah. 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 It's kind of, it, it kind of, it, it kind of falls into uh lucid. There's a whole different terms. Uh, yeah. But uh, lucid dreaming is a prop is probably a popular term that most people oh, okay. will, will maybe kind of recognize what that is, but, but essentially lucid, lucid dreaming by book definition is a neurological state in which a sleeper, i.e. me or you, right. Knows he is dreaming and may even be able to control the to control the dream to the extent, but they're in the dream. So it's like oh. they're dreaming, but they're aware that they're dreaming. <laughs> if uh, that, that makes sense. I've, I've, okay, I've experienced that. I've experienced, those are two different things for me. Um, and we can unpack that later, but yeah, I've, I'm, I'm pretty good at being in control of my dream. That's, that's crazy. Um, and you can use that. I mean, people use that in really wicked, self-advantageous ways. Um, there's, there's a lot of danger and caution that should be uh, tre- tre- tread wisely and tread lightly if you have that capability. Because um, with anything that we do in life, uh, even when we sleep, like in lucid dreaming, you reap what you sow. So if you have evil intent in those dreams, you will produce evil fruit. Um, and well, you know, and yes, absolutely. You certainly will reap what you sow. And that's why it's important to watch the words that you say. We got to speak life, choose to speak life and not, and not death. Cause the, the Bible says the power to, to bless and curses in our tongue. Right. And, and God, when God ushers in his word, he speaks it into existence. So there's, there's definitely a similar, a similarity there, but, um, when you, and I think you're right. I think we'll really need to dedicate a whole episode to really what this stuff is, but I, but I can tell you from my time, guys i spent a very long period of time in the occult um when and it it started shortly after i got hooked on pornography at the age of 11 years old it was my first experience being aware of my sexuality and uh from there went to the occult and i i remember what doing what they call um astral projecting which is when you're trying to uh you know in your sleep visit different realms and even a different a lot of it, it happens a lot of witchcraft and different attacks a lot of a lot of demonic attacks, uh, witches will try to astral project and, and come after Christians that way. Uh, they try to, <laughs> but it doesn't work if they're spirit taught and blood bought, that's for sure. Um, but a sleep paralysis is a, is a whole different thing. And I would, I would, I would submit to you that 90% of the time it's probably demonic. Oh, I've never um, had a sleep paralysis where I felt like the fuzzies and I felt like, Oh, this is amazing. I can't control my body is strapped to a chair. Like my body is strapped to my bed and I physically cannot move, but Oh, look at the bunnies hopping around my bedside. I've never, it's always been a demonic presence near me. And what, and the reason why I say, and yes, you're absolutely right. And it just kind of led me into that. 
the, the reason why I was going to say why it's demonic is because we talk about, you just said it, fear, terror. The Bible says that God doesn't give the spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. You can find that in 2 Timothy. Okay, so God, God is power, love, and a sound mind. Fear is a devil. It's, from, it's, it's a spirit that's not from the Lord. And that's your first indication that this is demonic by being afraid. <laughs> yeah. So, so wow, man. So this is crazy. So well, let me just ask you this for the viewers. Yeah. They're probably wondering, what is the significance of the, of your years between 18 to 20? Did you have like some occult activity or did you? Oh, you, uh, I, I can answer that. Uh, and, and that's part of my bigger testimony, um, okay. which I don't even know if I've ever shared my full testimony i'd i'd uh um i don't think i have to, i don't feel bad no, no it's it's uh man i was i was a wild child i was really uh a horrendous womanizer just parting person in college and um and so yeah i and and that was just my lifestyle of choice i i didn't um i, I never denounced god um, because I grew up with youth group and all that. And, and, um, I never like made a vow and intentionally said, I don't need you anymore, God, but I clearly shoved him in the back burner and he was not in the forethought of my mind. It was all about what's, how hard is Greg and his friends going to party on Fridays and Saturday night. Um, and so, so that was the number one focus. And then I just shoved him far, far away, but so, so then you didn't you could say you didn't know him then that's basically. yeah 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 but but how amazing is he 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 always fights keeps fighting for us and um um wow. yeah even though i betrayed him um he never betrays us no matter what he's always in pursuit of uh, us because he loves us so that's Amen. magnificent um so yeah so um all right so i had that dream um and then four days later from that dream so now it's may 18th of um, this year of this year yes yes okay. all yeah. right uh, yes so, so the timeline is april 4th my last sip of craft beer 5 14 so may 14 three weeks later um, I had my supernatural dream. Um, then four days later on the 18th, I cast out my first demon from my friend, from out of my friend. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I <laughs> never done anything like this before. And, and I don't take any credit. I begin this by saying, and I hope I capture that in my writing. I don't take any credit for this. It might sound like I do if I write it this way, but just so you guys know, I give all the credit to Jesus Christ and his spirit. That's the only way that I had the ability to um, have my first deliverance experience. So the story is my friend gave me a call and he explained to me that the devil was sitting next to him in his car, which was just a wild way to start off like say, wow what a conversation man. I'm like, uh yeah I, I have a lot more questions. next to me right now <laughs> um so my my friend did not see satan 
but he knew that Satan was sitting next to him in the passenger seat. He sensed that Satan was there and Satan began to speak to him. My friend loves Jesus as intimately as I do, and he's more in tune with the supernatural world than I am. Uh, Satan began doing what he does best and ever so slightly started telling my friend lies. Satan is, after all, the craftiest creature and demonstrated his slick ways in those two seconds that he started telling the lies. Because for about two seconds, my friend started believing those lies that Satan told him. And that's all that Satan needed, those two seconds that my friend came into agreement with Satan. Even though it was for two seconds, uh, he became a vessel for demonic activity, for demon activity, right? like a, a, a host. They were able to leach onto him. Yeah, because they uh, gave him, it sounds like they gave him rights to do that when he came in agreement with whatever it is that happened. Thanks for clarifying, clarifying that, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, when, when you agree in something, you entertain a, a, a notion, whether it's a wicked notion, you're, you're committing to it. You're, you're, you're yeah. giving it permission, right? Wow, that's, that's really profound. Um, so praise the Lord that the Holy Spirit informed my friend immediately within those two seconds. Well, I guess within three seconds, right? Because the first two seconds, my friend uh, entertained the lies of Satan. So, but pretty immediately, uh, the Holy Spirit made it very clear of what transpired. And so the next day, my friend uh, didn't feel like himself. Uh, he had a couple of demons inside of him. He knew that. Uh, but what I think is really interesting is that, um, oh, hold on, did I skip a line? Um, yeah, he didn't feel like himself. Um, and his wife even said, that he didn't look like his normal self. So there was right? a visible difference. But how could he look like, but, but how could you look like yourself if you have a couple of demons inside of you? But that's the funny thing is like, and this is me like, like a side conversation kind of from the story, but like the world that we live in, and we discussed that we unpacked this in the last episode, the Western world in, in, the, in America were so first heaven and maybe the third heaven exists, but we're so focused on that, that hard data driven, if science can't explain it, then it's not real. And that's, and, and that's what somebody's reaction would be like, oh, they just chuck it up to, oh, you're just under the weather. You don't look like yourself. You're just under the weather. You might have a cold or you got a stomach bug. Like that's such a common conversation with us, but we never unpack or entertain like maybe it is something deeper because you don't believe in supernatural activity. You don't believe in angels and, and demons and, and principalities and spirits. And um, so, yeah, that's uh, so, so. That's pretty profound. It's like we it's like the world just blows away. And you know what's interesting about that is the supernatural is more real than what the natural like the, the, the things that we can't see is a lot more real than what we can't see. And if, yeah, oh, I was going to say, hold on, I know I could, I could feel your, I know you're burning, but I'll just tell you this one yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to give you some scripture or just, you know, that's why Jesus said we, we need to walk by faith and not by sight. We need to walk by what we can't see, not by what we do see. So that should give you an indication that he was trying to um, 
kind of inform you a little bit that things are much bigger in the spirit than what we think. Yeah. Yeah. They are, man. Um, gosh, I don't even, I, 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 I'm, you know what? I'm kind of happy. My thought left me cause I was about to go down like a 10 minute, like a tangent. <laughs> Uh, hey, with us, you know, that's easy to do, man. We we start talking about one thing and then it's like 40 minutes. Oh. <laughs> but that's well, what's, when you're on fire, when you when you love something so passionately, you'll you you won't shut up about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think so to clarify too about your friend that you're talking to, because I think this is important to to just, yeah, just please. distinguish. It's uh it sounds like your friend was born again, and so yes, yes. With just so people are aware, a, a Christian who is born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, can never be possessed. But there's a big difference between being possessed under complete control of a devil and being oppressed mm. because that individual has given them certain accesses or certain rights to certain positions. And now, now, now you have an, a mixture of oil and water and oil and water don't mix. Now you have you that you can imagine it like you have uh, like a like a like a house with four rooms and three of the rooms are filled with light but one room has a key it's locked and you won't give it to God and there's something dark in there that's that's kind of like a way you can maybe make it more tangible and picture it in your head. That's excellent, bro. Yeah. Um. So the friend called me and I and I I know you know this story, Matthew, because I was you know, kind of like leaning on you for support after I got off the phone with him about this. Um, but this is like, I'm just going to mimic the conversation. This is how this, so I learned all this backstory through this conversation with my friend when he called me. So eventually my friend calls me before I learned of any of this. And this is literally how the conversation goes. It goes, uh, <laughs> he calls me and he said, he, I, I answered, Hey, he goes, Hey man, listen, have you ever participated in deliverance? I'm like, uh, like, yeah, to write, like first, like, uh, my day's going. Okay. How's your day? None of that. (laughs) I'm like, uh, no, why? Uh, excellent. Good. You're going to do your first one right now. And, uh, I'm like, Oh, uh, uh, (laughs) let me just make sure I got eyes on my daughter because she's playing around the house somewhere and I need to be really focused on this, but yeah, like lay it into me. And then all that backstory was revealed, but like, the coolest thing or, or the most um, what made this also supernatural and real to me, well, obviously doing the deliverance myself, but the, the part that I was just in awe about was that my friend was able to coach me through everything that I needed to do. He informed me there isn't a ritual per se that I need to do like you see in the movies or uh you know, um, like an exorcism, like some holy ritual, you know, it's none of that. He just simply, all I need to do is simply call out the specific spirit. I need to address the specific spirit of lust or the spirit of marital dishonesty. Or if you're in that situation, you just have to identify exactly what that spirit is. And he instructed me what to do. And so I just said by in Jesus blood, I bound up the spirit of lust, the spirit of marital dishonesty, and I loosen them into your hands, Jesus, right now. They're now in your control and uh, dismiss them as how you see fit. And immediately, guys, I could hear my friend vomiting on the phone and that confirmed the release, the departure 
of the spirits from him. That was yeah, wow confirmation. Wow. So you heard the vomiting like real it's right in right in the middle of you heard the or whatever noise it was, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And you know, dude, I'm glad you said exorcism because there's something I want to address. Uh, because I, I think a lot of so this I think this is still being practiced in the Catholic Church, uh, but 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 exorcism is not deliverance. Uh, matter of fact, you'll find that exorcism is only the word exorcism is mentioned once in the Bible, and that's when the seven sons of Sceva tried to cast out a spirit, but they had no power and no authority because they didn't have the Holy Spirit. And so they tried to do what's called an exorcism, which is nothing more than essentially a ritual. And they were trying to cast out Behezelbub with Behezelbub. You can't, <laughs> right? You can't. It, when, when it comes to deliverance, it's not a ritual. There's not, it's, it's, a, it's a command. Jesus gave you authority. How do I know that? Because Mark 17 says, these signs will follow those that believe, period. It doesn't say these signs will follow those that believe 2,000 years ago. It doesn't say these signs will follow those that believe up until the last apostle died. It said these signs will follow those that believe. In my name, they will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They'll speak in unknown tongues. They'll cast out devils, and they will touch any type of poisonous thing, and it shall not harm them. Amen. Hallelujah. That's important to that's, that, that's boom, right there is the first one. Thank you, Jesus. Let Jesus be higher. And so I guess what I'm trying to say here real quick, bro, is just that, that when I say there's no devil in hell that's going to stop you, imagine this. If you have you could have a room, and you and I were talking about this a few minutes ago. You yeah. could have a room full of fallen angels and demons, okay? But you get one Christian who knows who they are in Christ, and they are the most highest ranking spiritual authority in that room. Why? Because God gave you the authority to trample over snakes and scorpions. Why? Because God expects you to walk with him and set people free. Why? Because we're supposed to be co-laborers with God. And why? Why is all that? And like we were talking about earlier, in our Christian walk, while we're sitting here having our Christian walk, going through our life, playing house, people are dying. People are dying and go to hell in yes. your dream. Yep. And, and whose responsibility is that? Is that God's responsibility? No, it's our responsibility because God gave us the authority to do it. He said, no, you guys go do it. I've given the earth to the sons of man. I've given you the tools. I've given you the keys, death, hell, and the grave through my son. And now, now you brought back to me. Now you're reconciled back to me the way that it should have been from the very beginning. So now here we are. We could walk hand in hand the way that I created you for. Because you weren't created for you. You created to live with him. And, 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 and so... Now we see this world that we live in because why? Because the church isn't doing what it's supposed to do. The church is supposed to take the authority and the weapons that God gave us and go set people free, but we're still playing church. And so as long as we continue to do that, people are dying. So the question is, what are you going to do about it, Christian? What are you going to do about it? Because God gave you a command. And this is just something to think about. It's not a condemnation, but yeah. But remember, like in our podcast, bro, like we we're called to wake people up and set people free and peel some scales off our of eyes here. Okay. And the Lord wants someone to know Christian Bible, believing Christian, who you say, and I'm not making fun of nobody. I'm, I'm just saying, you know who you are in Christ, then start using the authority that God gave you. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. No, that's, that's dude. That leads right into the next point that I was going to, uh, I was going to go on my little spiel too. Like, it's no go please yeah go ahead man. dude i'm no I'm, I'm 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 absolutely with you i i it's amazing that my friend friend was able to discern that he's so um um 
gosh, just in tune. I keep saying that word, but it's, it's, it's a correct word. I just want to kind of, I like to use a lot of different words. I don't like to use the same word over and over, but he is in tune with the Holy spirit and knows the spiritual realm that well. And like my friend subscribes to the belief as do I, that the Holy Spirit, and you do, Matthew, also, that the Holy Spirit, that's just what you're saying, that the Holy Spirit from the book of Acts uh, exists today, if if that was contradictory. And I'm not going revisiting this again like we did last, all right? But this is kind of like the beginning of my tangent. It's like, man, if anybody out there, because it is a battle in, in Christian circles, like, yeah, if you think that the Holy Spirit from the book of Acts is a shell of his former self today, all right, then we, my friend would have lived the rest of his days with these evil spirits dwelling within him. Like, I, I wonder and I question myself, like, how many times have I unknowingly come into agreement with Satan and allowed demons inside of me? Like, and I'm not as acutely synchronized with the Holy Spirit as my friend is, and I will get there. Uh, and I have faith, with the, with the, which is the number one component. Uh, and if you lack in faith, then you need to listen to episode two of our podcast to help you um, exercise mm-hmm. that spiritual muscle. Uh, yeah. But like the, the Holy Spirit is just teaching on me every day and coaching me like he does with all of us. And so I, I don't know. Do I currently have evil spirits inside of me? Maybe. I mean, that, that's a fair question to ask. How do I know which one specifically to call out? The Holy Spirit needs to reveal this to me, and I need to pray about this, and I do. Um, and we all, me, you, uh, the, our audience, everybody needs to be praying about this stuff. And this is not just a one-time prayer uh, either. We need to be persistent in this. And I think this is the number one thing is we need to do more listening than we do more talking in our quiet time. Amen. And um, to keep going, like, so many of us are so spiritually inept that we do not have the foresight to understand whether or not this evil spirits or demons reside in us. We don't know if we need demons to be cast out of us because we're not in tune with our spiritual side. We do not receive deliverance because we don't ask for deliverance because we are unaware that there's something that needs to be delivered. We are oblivious to this because the overwhelming majority of churches in the West preach a feel-good story about how much Jesus loves them. And don't get me wrong, guys. I love feel good stories and I love knowing how great Jesus is, but I'm sorry. Quit feeding me a lollipop. I'm a 36 year old man. Like I don't want a lollipop on Sundays. Like, right. I don't need a pat on the back on Sundays. I need to be genuinely taught spiritual warfare so I can put on my spiritual combat boots. And if pastors and churches continue to spiritually live in black and white and ignorantly believe in a castrated Holy Spirit, then it will quickly become hell on earth. Absolutely. Oh, that dude, I couldn't have said that any better. Uh, dude, because that's, that's amazing. That, that, that's, that's amazing because, see, we need the Holy Spirit because without the gifts of the Holy Spirit, like you just said, we're, we're neutered. We have nothing. We, we have no, 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 no power, no authority. Uh, and, and that's exactly what the enemy wants. The enemy wants us to compromise and bow down. And so that way we can preach a watered down message, a, a message of, of, you know, it, look, if we're going to talk about blessing, we need to talk about repentance. If we're going to talk about heaven, we need to talk about hell. Yes. If we're going to, you know, you know what I mean? Like everybody, cause everybody's a Christian quote unquote until it gets biblical. And, and then we've, then we start setting some lines and, and some, 
and some things start getting exposed. And, and, and the reality is, is that I can tell you guys, if, 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 if there's anyone out there who, who stills like, yeah, right. You guys are full of crap. Uh, come to, come to, come to service with us on Sunday. We'll invite you. And, and it's not an arrogance thing. It's a confidence thing. Cause my yeah. Bible says signs will follow those that believe. So if you've never seen something like that, you come to our church on Sunday afternoons and you'll see God show up in a way that you've never seen before. And, 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 and praise God for opening that up and that opportunity. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's important to, we have to, the Bible says we can't be ignorant of Satan's devices. We have to understand our, our enemy. And too many times as a church, as a body, we just blow right past spiritual warfare and we don't put no effort into it. And then when things start getting real, we're crying and begging and, and we're, we're, oh God, what's happening to me? When we should be counting trials as great joy. And I'm not saying that, listen, life happens. Okay. And I can be the first one to attest to that losing everything almost at certain points in my life uh i'm not belittling you by saying that but i am saying at some point um you know we've got to remember who we serve who greater is he that's in me that's he's in the world i serve the most high every other knee will bow god will always deliver the the, the righteous are never forsaken he will always deliver us god is not a man that he shall not lie and the other thing is and people are like, well, how can you get get to have these like cool radical experiences with the Lord and, and Jesus? But well, friends, let me tell you, God is no respect to persons. Hebrew chapter 13 says he I am the same yesterday, today and forever. OK, so what God wants, God wants us all to walk in the fullness of what he paid for. Why? Because he paid for such a high price for that, because he saw us all on our darkest days. And he said, we had to, we had, I had to get you back. I have to. But so why would you not want to walk in everything that the Lord has called you to do? There's so many things that we can yes. walk in. Amen. I mean, I'll just tell you this one other thing and then we'll move on. But here's a question for somebody. What would it be like if you can just take the take the lampshade off your head for one one hour, one day, five minutes, however long, but just for one moment? to burn brightly for jesus what it would what would it be like if you could just lay down your fear of oh my gosh if i do this and step out in faith i'm gonna look like an idiot who cares what you look like it's not about you that's the first thing but but what would it be like if you actually step out stepped out on faith put your hand on someone's ears and they popped open for the first time in their life when you came in that healing or what would it be like if you saw someone who was dead and you laid hands on them and said in jesus name wake up and all of a sudden they pop up <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing well come on somebody i mean come yeah. on right? these, are, these are things that should be the supernatural life should be natural to the christian like yeah. sid ross says naturally supernatural yeah and that it's kind of cute saying but it's true like and this is our responsibility this is what we are called all called to do Amen. hallelujah yeah um so so remember the dates it was um so five so may so yeah uh let's see here we got i gotta keep scrolling up so four april 4th stop drinking the alcohol 5 14 may 14 three weeks later was the vivid dream four days after that may 18th me casting out let uh, me experiencing the first deliverance with dismissing the demons the very next day, okay, here we are, 519, um, 
I woke up and I had a business idea in my head. Uh, it was in the morning of 519 um, and the Holy Spirit deposited into my brain overnight my first 10 products with complete details. Um, so I, I am an opportunist. I am always brainstorming, guys. I'm always thinking about inventions and business ideas, okay? But opening up a Christian clothing line was not in my peripheral line of thinking whatsoever. It never has been. Um, Because I know some doubters might think, well, you were probably thinking about this a few weeks ago or a few months ago. I was never thinking about a Christian clothing line, all right? And, And the business concept that I have, it goes way beyond your typical novelty Christian t-shirt, all right? It's a legitimate business concept that's much deeper. Um, And so when I woke up, I told four people about this. I told the Lord that if he wants me to launch this, then he needs to bring me a partner who can help manifest this idea into something tangible because I haven't a clue what is my next logistical progression. I don't know. I've never opened up a business. I don't know what that looks like or what that is so uh if you if anybody out there is listening and you have experiencing if you have experience with uh clothing or opening up your own business or knowing about um gosh uh, advertising and promotion whatever all right if, if you feel like the lord is if uh, your Holy Spirit and my Holy Spirit are in sync right now, then reach out to the show because I would love for this to get going. Um, yeah. It's cool. But and guys, and this is just one example of other things. Like the Lord has already deposited in my head three books for me to write. And, wow. um, it, and, and it'll get there. I'm, I'm you know, I, I, it's a lot, but there's just, it feels like there's not enough time. And I know the Lord will provide a way and he has provided a way with a lot of things, but it's like, almost like I can't keep up with the Holy spirit. And I've noticed this in my quiet time, just before, and this is before any of my three month testimony. I mean, this goes beyond the three months, just the Lord is just gives me such rapid fire ideas. I, I write down all the ideas, but I know that each idea I need to spend a couple hours just meditating and thinking on and, and uh, leaning into, and I haven't yeah. really done that. So it's kind of hard to navigate all of it, but I don't stress about it. I just, I know it'll unfold in its right time and in its proper time and place that the Lord has. And so I just, I just tell him, I say, Lord, I, I, um, you need to be my brain. Like you, pull this file out at the right time and make it crystal clear in the future, just like how you made it crystal clear today. And I just trust that you will do that later when the time is right. But thanks for giving me a heads up that it's there. Wow. That's amazing that, that you just gave you so much clear. And you know, that kind of same thing kind of happened to me with like the show. I remember. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when he gave me the idea for the show, like I was, I was like, I was like, Lord, I have no idea what I'm doing. I, anyway, I think we talked about this a little bit in the first episode, kind of yeah. like how this came to be. Um, you know, and 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 I think one God is like, you know, He gives you, He gives you, you know, because Matthew Matthew six says, seek first Thy kingdom and Thy righteousness, and then all of these things will be added onto you. And so, what's cool is the more that you continue to seek the Lord 
and, and what you can do for him today. He, he, he gives you the next step and then you take that next step out in faith and then he gives you more and more. And that kind of, that's how, what happened with the podcast. First, he gave me the idea. And then after the idea of the podcast, I, I, I one night, you know, I got a supernatural download of all the, just the intro and what that looked like. And, you know, all, all of that, I mean, to great detail to even the, to the map that I saw, you know, I told you about. It's so cool. Um, but if they, people want to reach out to, and as far as the show is concerned and give us some ideas, we would love both love to hear that. And not only that, uh, like we talk about all the time, if, if you have a prayer request, we'd like to pray with you and minister to you. And, um, even if you got a testimony of breakthrough or, or, you know, we'd like to read that too. And you, so you can please email us at pray without ceasing podcast at yahoo.com. And again, that is pray without ceasing podcast at yahoo.com. Greg and I would, would certainly love to hear from you um, about anything. So amen for that. Amen for that. Uh, yeah, I want to make sure we the people some way to contact us. That's great. That's perfect. I love it. Um, and then, so later that day, same day, um, I finally got around to listening to an interview, um, a video that my mother-in-law sent me a, a few days ago. Okay. So she sent me this video. I didn't listen to it. Um, and I just happened to listen to it that day after I received it, after I received the business concept and the video, it was an interview with, um, I guess I've never heard of her before. Yvonne Atia, Atia. This was on Elijah's list. Yes. Yes. I love that website. I love Elijah's list. So my mother-in-law does Elijah's list. Yeah. I need to listen to that more. I love whenever anybody sends me stuff from Elijah's list. Oh, dude, I wish I would have known that. I got a whole like eight pages of stuff for you now. Oh, gosh. Maybe that's why I don't tell people. I, I, I'm, I'm so bad. See, that, that's why I can't write these books. I always keep getting more and more. Uh, I need to meditate on this information I already have. That's the hard, that's the battle with me. <laughs> That's awesome. So you, so you, okay. So you, I'm sorry. I just, I got excited because Elijah's list it, guys, we, we're not, uh, I wish I could say we were partnered with them, but they are a great resource to the Lord. I could, I, I know, I, matter of fact, I know I could tell you personally three nights ago, I was crying in the car. I was working, I was crying with some personal stuff. And I actually got a word from God delivered to me right from Elijah's list that it was a right now word that I needed. And it just oh. made me weep even more, man. Hallelujah. Yeah. So I would encourage anybody please check them out. They are great people. I really love them. Uh, and, and so anyway, so you saw this interview. Yeah. Yvonne, the prophet, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. And if anybody wants to see it, so, you know, the, her name, so it, it's called, it's called experience God's open portals and breakthrough with what's her name, Matthew. Well, I don't know if I'm saying it right, oh. but I'm, I'm going to go. Oh. I'm just going, just going. I think it's Yvonne Adia, Yvonne but I don't, Adia. I, I could be saying it wrong. Yeah, I forgot how Steve Schultz pronounces it, but and at the so for 22 seconds, if you watch the video, it's a little over an hour. So from one hour exactly to one hour and 22 seconds, she specifically prays for a believer out there that has a brand new concept, business concept. Wow. And the video was recorded on May 11th, but I just happened to listen to it on May 19th, and. How cool is that, that the Lord transcends across every age, realm, timeline, and dimension with complete perfection? Uh, and I felt really inspired to throw this in, the specific name, because I talked about learning his names 
last um, last week uh, in our episode, but um, yeah, uh, praise praise uh, Elohim. He is our strong creator, and and I I don't want to dive into unpacking that name specifically right now, but um, yeah. look it up. That that's I, I felt I needed to give credit to that very specific name of God for transcending through the timeline like that um, because he is the strong creator. He invented time. Yeah, he, he can, he's not bound to time like you and I know it. So the message, a message that's delivered on the 11th can reach me on the 19th and it's very applicable. And you know, what's significant about that, bro, is I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking about this is the fact that God loves you so much that he knew that you were going to need a word on the 19th because of based on a prayer and some things that he was leading you to a month earlier. And God, God sent this wonderful lady, gave her a word, gave her a word, not only for, for millions of other people, but gave her a specific word for you that you ended up watching like a week late. Like how supernatural is that? Like, I guess, you know, like our God, see, that's what people need to know. Like, Jesus Christ will stop at nothing to get you back. He will leave the 99 just to chase the one. Like, he will st- He will go across every mountain. He will tear down every lie. He will break down and break through every wall. He will come across any specific age and gap in time if it's needed to get you. So that's amazing. And if there's anybody doubting this, any doubters out there are hesitant to believe any of this. And I mean, still through all of these... I mean, we're talking about like four, three, four miracles within, you know, set within less than seven days that are all not a coincidence. But even if somebody's like, well, how do you know she was praying for you and your business concept? It doesn't matter. Even if there is somebody else out there with a uh, with a heavenly agenda, you know, Christian godly business concept, there's enough pie pieces to the pie for everybody to feed on it it could be for me and for other people out there with a brand new business concept like it's if you're operating and walking in sync with the lord then you get verifications that that it is from him that that these events in your life or that situations or whatever you get confirmations, you, you get them. And this is a confirmation for me and somebody else could be getting the confirmation. Somebody in Idaho. I don't know, you know, like that's how great God works. That's amazing, man. And that's how much God loves you. He's stopping nothing to get you back. Amen. Wow. That's um, so cool. Dude, but okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming to an end here. Okay. All right. No, sorry. Well, no, okay. coming to an end. It's kind of like maybe it's the seventh inning stretch. I don't know, but I'm <laughs> on the last miracle that happened. Okay, and I think that this is the main event of all the miracles that happened. Um, it was really the Lord's revelation to me of why um, I was going through what I was going through. Um, and he began to clarify like why I was able to start walking in miracles over the last few days as a result of my obedience. So I, I knew it was because of my obedience that I was able to walk in miracles. And he started honoring my, one of my two prayer requests, remember success in the stock market. That's what I 
uh, pleaded to him. And then I said, I want to um, uh, walk in miracles, like, and, and, and commune with the Holy Spirit from the book of Acts. And all of these are miraculous episodes. But yeah. God, God gave me clear understanding about my spiritual th- breakthrough and the journey and the road ahead. So here's the revelation. All right, I'm ready. All right. It's the number 40, okay? The supernatural dream for May 14th was exactly 40 days from my last sip of craft beer. The number 40 is extremely significant number. The Israelites wandered in the desert for 40 years. Moses met God at the burning bush, but at the burning bush, which was 40 years since he ran away from Egypt, which ultimately began his legacy. Like the only way, a common a, a non-Christian, when you think of Moses, you're like, oh, he, um, you know, he, uh, you know, uh, stood up to Pharaoh. All right. I mean, that that's what you know him for. That was his defining moment. That was his purpose in this world. And yeah. so that was 40 years that he began to um, um, manifest his purpose, why God created him. Uh, Jonah, the prophet warned ancient Nineveh for 40 years for 40 days of its destruction for their sin. And Jesus spent 40 days in the desert when he was tempted three times by devil, by the devil. Jesus did this as the final stage before he began his ministry. The number 40 represents serious trial, which if successful leads to a new beginning. It means that on the horizon, you are going in the next level in your walk with the Lord. And don't just skip over this or minimize this. This isn't just like a new phase of spiritual maturity. It is the final step before walking in to why the Lord put you on this earth. Just think about that. The number 40 represents a coming into agreement with and applying your book in heaven. You and I have a pre-written book, which is stored in heaven. This book does not mean that our lives are predestined because this would conflict with free will. However, if we exercise our free will correctly and choose to be obedient to the Holy Spirit's instructions and day-to-day directions for our lives, then we are consciously choosing our pre-written and anointed heavenly life book. That's heavy. I know that might be brand new, like a new, weird, wacky concept. Like, what is he talking about? I'm going to try and make a life book, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Relatable. Like, what are you talking about? You a life book in heaven. Like there's books in heaven. Like there's tangible things in heaven. Like, what is this? Heaven's, you know, imaginary. All right. So another way for me to say this um, is by using the analogy of an NFL team. I'm a big fan of uh, the NFL, as you are too. You're a huge Bucks fan and the way fire them cannons baby <laughs> and i'm uh the washington uh i'll still call them the washington redskins even though that's not pc but i i, <laughs> I will not call them uh their current name um anyway moving on so i agree with you. <laughs> so when an nfl team drafts a college football player the nfl team drafts that player based on for their potential they clearly don't have a time machine they don't have a crystal ball they don't know how that player is actually going to play out there's no way to predict the future the nfl team believes that they have the best coaching staff the nfl team believes that they have the best facilities environment and best team culture in the league 
to harvest and cultivate a future Hall of Famer. The NFL team hypothesizes and envisions that the first pick overall will fulfill his destiny by becoming an elite All-Pro Hall of Famer. Dr. Tony Evans' son, Jonathan Evans, says that when we accept Jesus as our Savior, God drafts us as the first overall pick. Think about that. The wonderful part to all this is that God isn't a limited human being like an MNFL team, all right? He, he's not limited. We've, we've already, you know, we, we believe that. God created you. When he created you, he saw your highlight reel in heaven. This is, this is an all, I, I love this concept, dude, what Jonathan Evans says about this. He already yeah. saw your highlight reel. God drafted you and saw the absolute best version of yourself. God saw your greatest hit plays in heaven and recorded those iconic moments in your book of life. Ever since you were born into this world, he has been on a mission to recruit you for his kingdom. He created you. You have the choice. It's free will, guys. You can choose to believe in Christ as your savior or you can deny him. So after two years of rejection, I finally came, became obedient to the Holy Spirit's counsel for my life. God tested me for 40 days. He tested my heart to see if my heart was real in wanting to know him deeper. Through the Holy Spirit's coaching, I was successful during this trial period of avoiding alcohol, delivering evil spirits from my friend, the fire dream, the business idea are all just the beginning of God literally transferring piece by piece my book of life from heaven into my life down here on earth for my inevitable completion and success for the way that he originally designed me and molded me. If this concept of humans having individual books for their lives pre-written and stored in heaven is brand new to you, um, then I'll support this with biblical evidence because something I love that I learned from you, Matthew, is you always got to support it with the Bible. And that makes me really sharper by, by not just speaking out of my butt and needing to support it. So in Psalm 139, 16, it says, your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. It was really it's important to notice the word were and planned, by the way. It says were and planned. That's not by accident. Yes. So, that re so read that on your own. That's, that's Psalm. I'll read it again. Psalm 139.16. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. And Jesus even has his own book in heaven written about him. All right, check this out. This is Hebrews 10, 5 through 7. It reads, therefore, as he was coming into the world, Jesus said, you did not desire sacrifice and offering, but you prepared a body for me. You did not delight in whole burnt offerings and sin offerings. Then I said, see, it is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, God. That's Jesus talking to the Father, Abba. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. You know, I, and I, I've been thinking about that number 40 a lot, actually, lately, too. Not just you, but, but I've been, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have permission from the Lord to, I, I don't have permission from the Lord to explain why yet, and I'm sorry, okay. but I, 
can only say what God tells me to say. It's great. But what I can't, what I can tell you is, is I have been thinking about this number 40 for, for a few weeks now with, with me dealing with something. Uh, and when the time, when God gives me the release, I will release it to the people as to what it is or what it was. We will do that. Um, when he gives me the release too, but, but I just wanted you to know, you weren't the only one that's experiencing that number 40. Uh, awesome. And I, yeah. So I just, I, I, I got stuck on that cause it was, it, I didn't realize that. And that's, that's really cool. Cause, cause it just, it, wow. It, it's like, it just goes to show you that God's no respecter of persons and that he, what he'll do for one, he'll do for all because there's, between my walk and Greg's walk, we both have a desire to seek the Lord. There's, there's not a difference amongst us uh, compared in our walk, right? We both had that same desire with those same things, the same position of our hearts. We've, we've positioned our hearts to change and to receive from him. We've, we've humbled our hearts and closed off the door to compromise. Uh, so I just, I just think that's so totally cool. Yeah. And then, Knowing we all have books about us, that's even cool. Life book. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's all gnarly, beautiful stuff. I'm just I'm just very excited for all the days ahead because I I now have the ability to reach into heaven and pull down my book of life and apply it onto this earth. So really, my journey is just beginning, and it's it's man, every day is really refreshing, new. It's it's new. Um, um, mindset outlook like i expecting yeah. miracles to take place like what what is the lord gonna how is he gonna supernaturally work today it's it's just an, a new mystery and it's it's refreshing it's it's amazing man yeah and i can i can agree with that because i wake up every morning and i'm like okay you know i'm like hey lord what's going on for today you know like like i know you got a surprise for me you know and i know i know i know you've got a mission for me today and I'll ask him, like, Lord, who do you want me to pray for today? Who do you want me to just, who do you really, what do you want me to do today for you, Lord? What is the one thing that I can do for you today, this day, the day that I have now to, to, to advance your kingdom and, 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 and really serve you? Whether that be, I mean, I, we've never done a YouTube, but I mean, whatever, if it's, if it's recording a podcast or posting a video or go praying for some dude at the store that happens all the time. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, you know? Um, just, just, just knowing that God answers and he is like, look, I got this day for you. And it's full of these things. And it's different. It's, uh -huh. it's like you said, it's refreshing. It's, be it's because we got the joy of the Lord and, and life is a gift. Life is so good. Life is not a grind. Yes. Well, uh, hold on. Here's a word for somebody. Thank you, Lord. Um, you know, the re whole reason why you think life is a grind because there's no, no, no empowerment from Holy Spirit in your life because you're living for you you weren't created to live for you like we said earlier you were created to live and we said i think we talked about this last week too just briefly but and you know I, I try to always bring it up because it's important to understand that that you know jesus came he died because we're sinners but he also came to establish your value uh because you know he saw you on your darkest day and he, and, he, and he goes that's my son or that's my daughter and i know what i look like when my spirit's in them and they're worth paying for so i'm gonna go to the cross i'm gonna lay down my life for them because i want them back i want them back to walk with me before the fall i want them back to to the way that it was supposed to be from the very beginning and and then you to see you know a refreshing day 
because we're walking with the Lord, our life has purpose. Our purpose is to walk with him and serve him and do whatever he asks us to do. And so life is not a grind anymore. Life is a gift. Yeah. Life is, is full. Life is just amazing. And, and does, it, does that mean like, am I in some world, like nothing bad ever happened? No, absolutely not. And things bad happen all the time because Jesus said, matter of fact, Jesus did say that persecution will come. He made it very clear it will come. And that's why we got to count it great joy, but, but he'll always deliver us. And, um, and truthfully, I say life is truly a gift, and especially. You know, and, uh, Jesus, what did Jesus say? He said, um, um, the, the world hated, hates you because it hated me first, but yeah. not, I overcame the world. I love that verse so much. You know, here's another funny thought. You know how many p- times Jesus would get censored nowadays if he was here in our, our town? Oh. I'm just, I just want to say it just for the rest. Gosh. I, uh, there would definitely be some controversy and so you know hey amen for that though because you know what greg and i really love to stir up devils and and, mm-hmm. and rough up hell man because that's what god's given us to do we want to give the devil a bad day every day yes amen. so so yeah, yeah i i know we're uh, we're over an hour i i wasn't too um um diligent with keeping track of time but yeah guys that's my three-month testimony i really appreciate you all uh tuning in and um reach out guys if if you have any prayer requests if um you wanna maybe you're facing a simple or a, a similar experience or obstacle that i did or, or that matthew has and you need coaching like how to navigate through it you know we'll 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 pray there with you and we'll try and uh, unpack that. So we're here for you guys. We love you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, 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 and just in case you guys forgot, you can email us at pray without ceasing podcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's pray without ceasing podcast at yahoo.com. And, and, you know, just know that, look, no matter what you're going through, um, no matter how bad it seems is I, I can tell you, I can tell you from the fact that, that, there's nothing that Jesus won't do and he can't do, uh, especially if you're walking in obedience. And if you're not walking in obedience and your heart's convicted and there's some things you got to release to the Lord, look, all you have to do is lay it down on his feet and he'll take it from you. You know, you can't, you can never go, you can never go back in time. But the one thing you can always do is you can always turn around. You can always turn around and run to the Lord. And if, if there's something that, you know, you're holding on to, then you should run to the Lord now while you still can run to him and let him take it and he'll set you free. And, uh, I think, I think this is probably pretty good to close and we'll, we'll pray everyone out and, and we'll have a, something new for the people next week. I know we got a lot more different stories about healings and more testimonies, not only from you, but from, from me, I know, and all kinds of different things. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll pray us out unless you have one final thought for the people, my friend. Uh, no, I, I, I do not have a specific thought. It's just, it's just all love on my end. I do want you guys to email the show. Um, you know, guys, give us, uh, if this has been a blessing to you, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and leave a comment. Um, not for our own gain by any means, but when, when you guys make those ratings happen, um, it, it, uh, when somebody searches for a Christian podcast or we just pop up quicker. And if you've been blessed, then the 
quicker we appear in a search, the quicker we're on somebody's radar that might need a blessing from this podcast. So that's why we encourage that. That's why we keep promoting and advocating for that, why five stars and reviews are super helpful. So if you've been blessed, please bless this show because ultimately the one that's being blessed is Jesus. We just want to bless him back. Amen. We just want to serve, serve the Lord and lift him higher. So Awesome, guys. Well, uh, I'll pray us out right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every person that's going to listen to this episode, both now and the time to come. Lord, I thank you that you're setting people free and that you're restoring lives and that you're breaking off every single lie that the devil put on these people today, Lord. I thank you for that. I thank you for their freedom. I thank you for their financial freedom, Lord. I ask that you bless them, Lord. Um, and Lord, I, I, I pray for people's marriages, Lord. If there's if there's people that right now that are struggling with their marriage or their they're struggling with spouse. And I know this, this, you know, these kind of things are very real to me. Uh, you know, and I, I, yeah, I just want to lift these marriages up, Lord. So we come, whoever these people are, we come in agreement right now, Lord Jesus. And, and Lord, we ask you that you breathe life into these marriages, Lord. Breathe, you, you, Lord, your word says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus has come to bring life and life more abundantly. So in Jesus' name, we thank you for life. We thank you for marriage restoration. We thank you for finance restoration. We thank you for supernatural healings and deliverance, Lord. Um, we thank you for setting the captives free. And, 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 and Lord, we just thank you that we pray if, you're, if it be your will, we can be here next week to give another word to the people. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you guys. Amen. We'll see you guys next week.